Hi, hi everyone. Welcome back to another week of With Love Alexa. Today I'm going to be talking to Josie Perone, all the way from Madrid, Spain. I'm really excited to talk to her all about self care, her journey to coaching and being a yoga and meditation teacher, as well as all of her travels abroad. Hey, Josie, you there? Yeah. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm excited to like talk to you. I like saw some stuff on your website. Everything looked really cool. So I'm excited to yeah. hear your journey. Um, yeah, I'm excited to tell you about it. Um, so if you want, we can start a little bit just broad, like kind of what you were like growing up. Um, were you always like a rule follower or more of like a rule bender? <laughs> uh, well, as a kid, I was really shy and really, really quiet, actually. And um, I grew up in the suburbs, and so life was quite, um, you know, uh, regulated, and everyone that I was surrounded by was all of a similar style in terms of, like, race and, and, and economic situation and similar lifestyles and all these types of things. And I think as a kid, I didn't really know that there was any other way to live, just like most kids, I guess. I just saw that and thought that that's what life was. And in my city and in my in my suburb, I guess as well, I think that I was raised to like follow rules and, and I'm from Canada. And I think as in general, as a culture, I think that often we are a culture that I, we do have rules and we follow them quite comfortably. And so as a kid, I was, yeah, I was quite, I was quite a, a rule follower, I'd say, I think. Did you enjoy growing up in Canada? Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful place to grow up. I was, I consider myself extremely, extremely privileged and lucky to have been born and raised there. Um, I, um, I kind of hear yeah. the accent a little. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like yeah, a slight, yeah, people yeah. tell me that. My accent sounds very Canadian. I don't know what that means, considering like oftentimes this comes from people who are from the States. Yeah. <laughs> um, where our accents are so similar, but yeah, I have heard that before. Yeah, but I loved growing up in Canada. I mean, our summer holidays were filled with time in the forest and camping and time at the cottage and campfires and all that kind of stuff so i love that stuff and still do now where in canada did you grow up i grew up uh so in a suburb from ottawa so ottawa is in like the central east coast kind of near toronto and montreal okay and so i grew up in like a residential area of that city very cool have you <laughs> been to the u.s at all or yeah, uh, I have gone to a few places. I've gone to like, well, some places uh, closer to my neck of the woods, closer to the East Coast in the States. I went to New York and Chicago and Boston. And then did a few other trips that were like, for example, I went to LA, but only because I had connecting flights. And then we created a stopover for a few days. Um, yeah, I've traveled a little bit through the States. Very cool. Yeah, it's so funny, like, talking to people that, like, didn't grow up here, and they're, they're just, they, like, would visit here and there. It's, like, the same thing with me in Canada. Like, I've gone, I was at Toronto, I think, once or twice. Um, I've gone to Windsor a bunch because, like, I live in Michigan, so it's, like, really close. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, just right hop over the yeah. bridge. <laughs> but that's pretty, I think that was pretty much all I've been in Canada. Mm. But it's really, I always liked it. It was. It's really pretty there, so. Yeah, and did you notice a difference, like, culturally between um, the people in the States and the people in Canada? I don't know. I don't remember. I was I was a lot younger. Mm, so okay. I want to go again, though, where I can actually, like, experience it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just remember we saw Lion King there in Toronto, oh, really? I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've never gone to see a musical in Toronto. No? No. <laughs> um, what, so you were in Spain now, right? Mm. How yep. long? Um, how long have you been there and do you like plan on staying there? Yeah, so now I live in Madrid in Spain and I've been here for about six years. And um, yeah, I think like before kind of semi-settling here, I had lived in a few different places. Um, I spent like most of my 20s moving around quite a bit, living in different places. Uh, trying to find a place that felt like it suited me in terms of like a place to like create a home base. Um, and when I got here in Madrid, I quite liked it. Um, well, I, I mean, if I've been here for six years, it's, <laughs> I think it, cause it, it suited, it suits me quite a bit. Um, and yeah, I've decided in the last few years that ha- calling this a home base for myself only really feels um fun and exciting if it means that I can also have a life a life that is flexible enough that permits me to go back to Canada whenever I want to go there and maybe um, take pick up my work and my professional life whenever I feel that I need some change and maybe go elsewhere for a little bit like a few weeks to kind of work from other places so that's what I'm kind of trying to build right now is build a professional life that gives me the flexibility to be able to pick up and move whenever I want, but all the while having Spain or having Madrid as the base. So living here kind of most of the time, but then going to Ottawa for maybe a few months a year and then wherever else I randomly decide that I'd like to go whenever the urge strikes. Yeah, that sounds really nice. What um you were you had traveled for a while you said um like mm-hmm. before really landing in spain where mm-hmm. what are some of the places um you've been to and were they more like vacation or did you like live there for a while mm. yeah for me um i mean i have traveled quite a bit but for me for most of yeah for most of my 20s my the the appeal was more relocating to places and i find i i liked the idea of getting to know different cultures and countries and, and customs from the point of view of like living in a place. So yeah, oftentimes I would move to a different place and then from there I would like travel in the area, but all the while having a job and like day-to-day life in one place and then maybe doing like weekend trips or like when I had holidays, getting a chance to explore the area a little bit more. But. Yeah, I like the relocation idea more than kind of quick travel stints. Yeah, I had a feeling that's probably what you were referring to. I just was curious. Um, Mm -hmm. Where have you been? Like, where have you lived 
besides Canada and Spain? Mm -hmm. So after the, my original kind of first move away from Ottawa was also in Canada, but um, on the other side of the country. So it still felt very far. Uh, and I moved to a small town in the Rocky Mountains, which is where I fell in love with the mountains. I'm like a mega mountain girl, but I didn't really even know it until that first <laughs> move. Uh, and then I lived in Australia for a year. And then I lived in Guatemala for about six months and then Peru for two years. And then after that, I came here to Madrid. Wow. So you really have been all over, mm -hmm. like yeah. all over the globe. Uh, yeah, well, I, I feel like my focus was in some areas more than others. But yeah, I was I was keen to kind of get to know different places before I chose a place that felt right for me. I like think... Cinderella, but not Cinderella. Is it Cinderella? Yeah, Cinderella, but for like cities across the world. Yeah, until the shoe fits. Or or even like the exactly. bears. Um, the, is it the little yeah. uh, just right Goldilocks and the three bears? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, exactly. That's the, I the think... tale I was wanting to reference. Yeah, I think it's amazing. I think it's so cool. Like I know a few people that travel a lot and like stay in that place to work or whatever and mm. I think it's so cool I mean I sometimes have like the idea that it'd be really fun but at the same time I don't know if I could like leave my family and stuff for that long mm -hmm. yeah I definitely understand that yeah it is hard to live away from family for sure and I, I do think having done it now I think when I was younger I would have thought that maybe like everyone should do this it's so great what a great experience you get to grow and learn so much but now I've really realized that I don't think that this would be an experience that everyone would find enjoyable I mean we're all so different and we all have different values and goals and and kind of ways that we want to create our lives and I think that for some people being close to family or being in their town where they were born and raised would be really important and I think that's cool too yeah, I think whatever suits each person and maybe one day they feel like it's not for them and then one day something happens and suddenly that's what they want to do. So yeah, exactly. you really just never yeah. know. <laughs> never yeah, say never. And what, yeah, and that's why I feel the exact same way about even my life, my choices to live here. And that's why when people ask me if I imagine myself living here forever, I think like, yeah, I like it here and I'm happy for now. And for now, I mean, if there's a lot of flexibility, I'm happy to stay here. But who knows what will happen later down the road, you know? Yeah. Is your so is your main job right now the yoga meditation instructor and coach? Yeah. Um, yeah, I am doing a lot of that. I'm um, yeah doing personalized sessions. I'm also hosting retreats. I just actually recently re uh, started doing day retreats right in the city. I also do like weekend retreats and stuff like that. So that does take up a big part of my professional life. And then I also do some freelance work on the side working as an editor, which is what I used to do in my nine to five previous to kind of quitting that job full time. Okay. Yeah, I saw. I think I saw that in your um, website bio. Did... Mm. So when you decided to like leave the nine to five editing, did you have a plan or you were just kind of not into it anymore? Like, how was that like transition? Yeah, um, the transition was not as smooth as it could have been. I think looking back, 
Um, but I think the, the opportunity to leave my work appeared and I didn't want to miss that chance to leave in a moment that was quite a good moment to be leaving. Um, so I'm happy I took that kind of escape route when it did appear. But when I did leave, everything wasn't, my plan wasn't in order. I wasn't very clear about what I was going to do, what my, I knew I wanted to start my own business. I knew I wanted to start my own projects, but I didn't really know what that looked like yet. At that point, I had started my blog, which is You Choose the Way. And I was writing for my blog and I was seeing that I was really um, interested in helping others like find their own way, interest, like look into their own selves, uh, kind of do a journey of introspection and self-awareness to be able then to then create lives that are authentically suited for them. I liked the I liked doing that. I liked writing about it. I liked talking about it, uh, but I didn't really know what that meant yet. Um, so for most of the last about year and a half, I was doing a lot of different trainings and different courses. I was going to retreats. I was just doing. I was doing a lot of uh, my own uh, exploration of what that meant and what it might look like, the business that I was going to create. And then I was also doing a lot of business trainings as well and learning about online marketing and how to promote myself and how to network and how to create a community and all these different things. Um, and then as I was working to build my business and start seeing what my new professional life was going to look like, an opportunity arose to take a pretty big trip with my partner. Um, and because we had been talking about doing this for a few years when the opportunity arose to do it, I decided that even though it was right in the middle of my uh, business development that I was kind of doing, I decided to put all that down for a few months and go on this big trip. And so we came back from that trip um, in September. And so ever since I came back from that trip, I've kind of gotten more serious about starting to coach more seriously, starting to do more retreats, starting to do more classes and doing different kind of activities a bit more regularly. Wow. That, so it was the whole yeah. thing was quite a process. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't as though I left my job and from one day to the next it was all everything was all set up and even still now. I mean, it's a it's a road and I'm walking it and every day I'm figuring out ways to do it better or ways to do it better for myself. And, and so I'm still on that path. And I think we all are. I think we always will be. Mm -hmm. Especially yeah, like the I way guess, things change. The, I guess. Yeah, I guess the different when I was working for a company, um, I, I do think that my professional life was a path and it was a journey and I was always walking it. But it felt like the pieces of the road were more placed by, you know, my boss's priorities or what they wanted from me and, and how uh, my workday looked like for them. Whereas now I'm the one who has to put down all those pieces about what this is all going to look like, you know. And although that's really empowering and really exciting, it's also a really different dynamic, you know. Right, because like you're the boss. Like even though like people think like, oh my god, it's the best. Like you don't listen to anyone, but you have to do everything. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. it's like could be even more stressful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A different, t I guess, a different type of stress. I think yes. for me, leaving my job, like there was a lot of reasons that I left my job, but more than anything, I was feeling really called to want to build a professional life that felt more in line with my values and what was important or what is important to me. 
Um, and so I feel like that still drives me. Uh, but now that I am where I am, I do see that, you know, this road is not, is not, it's not easy just because I get to build a professional life that's based on my values. Doesn't mean that, um, there aren't other hurdles or other obstacles that get in the way from making this like a, a perfect dream context, you know? Yes. I, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. And it's like, it's, I think everything has its good and it's bad. It's ups and downs. So it's just how we decide to do it, take it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, um, what has been some of your like favorite places you've been and some of maybe your least favorite um, hmm. I think oftentimes the places that I most liked weren't even necessarily, I mean, maybe I liked them because they were beautiful. Uh, but I mean, if I, for example, if I, you know, I lived in Peru for two years, so the, the experience that I would be able to have in a place like that would be much richer and much more complex and much just much bigger than what I would be able to experience if I was visiting a place for one week, you know? Right. So I guess comparing places that I've lived with comparing places that I've traveled sometimes is a bit like comparing apples and oranges to me. I do, they just like can't go into the same category right? <laughs> because I just can't look at them the same way, you know? Um, but I guess something that kind of, so a lot of the places where I've lived, I mean, those experiences were were full and I mean they had a lot of great stuff and a lot of hard stuff and a lot of challenges and a lot of amazing aspects um so kind of apart from those some of the places where I've traveled and I've really liked I mean recently I was just talking about that a little bit earlier but me and my partner went on a five-month motorcycle trip from we started in Madrid in Spain and we drove all the way to Kyrgyzstan in Central Asia and so half of the trip more or less, we were in um, Eastern Europe, and, yeah, in Eastern Europe, and then we crossed the Caspian Sea, and then for the other half, we were in Central Asia. And I really, really liked that trip. I really liked traveling through the countries in Central Asia. I didn't know very much about them before we got there, and they came as a beautiful, amazing surprise. Uh, I was really, really blown away. I love the mountains, I, and so these this area has a lot of mountains, and the people were amazingly kind, and it was just a really, really beautiful experience. Um, and in, I guess in terms of countries that or places that I've liked least, I often find, for me personally, I feel less drawn to places that have a lot, a lot of tourism. I find sometimes. Uh, I find it hard to feel as though the experience that I'm living feels authentic and I find it harder to connect with people from the area because there's a whole industry that is built around around me being there. Yeah. Um, so sometimes when I've ended up in places that had a lot, a lot of tourism, I found that it's been harder for me to enjoy the experience. Yeah, I can see that. Like sometimes it, you fall into the tourist trap instead of just living in the moment, living there for all what it's actually meant for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're actually going to finish up, but would you maybe, if somebody has like a listener is listening and hears your story and 
maybe is on the edge of deciding to travel rather living or um, really any of that and they're not sure what they want to do or if they're just not in a job they want what do you have any advice for them maybe something like that you wish you would have been told during your time that you've learned Hmm. yeah I mean I think one thing that is becoming or feeling truer and truer to me in the last few years is that if something is calling to me if something feels um like if if something within me is telling me that I should do a certain thing then I should do it and even if that path leads to mistakes or or detours or or a context is that's maybe not perfect or ideal then that's okay you know and like so sometimes leaping out into new and scary places is okay even if it doesn't turn out as perfectly as you might have hoped you know because even like dream scenarios aren't always perfect or as perfect as we'd want them to be so i guess yeah to just kind of listen to your gut listen to what feels right for you try and be aware of what you're doing to just meet other people's expectations or because you think you have to and try and kind of quiet that down to instead just try and be guided by your own kind of your own being your own soul or whatever speaks to you I like that I think that's really solid advice and sometimes it can be easier said than done but I think it's just all practice and just to always listen to your gut because it really does um sorry I can't think what I was gonna say um like it always takes you where you should go Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no matter how that path ends up looking like yes um if you would like you could tell my listeners where they can find you um if they want to learn more about you and your journey and Mm -hmm. we will put it in the description so they can go there too Yeah, of course. So my website is, like I mentioned earlier, it's called You Choose The Way. You can find it at youchoosetheway.com. With the same name, you can find me on Facebook or on Instagram. You can find me on on choosing underscore my underscore way. And this is more about my adventure in choosing my way and what that looks like to me. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It was great talking to you and I wish you luck on your journey. Thank you. Thank you. It was really nice talking to you too. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. This was another episode of With Love Alexa. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.